Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mom of the Hard Kid. I hope all of you guys had a really great holiday break. I know that we are just getting back into the school of things because I dropped off my children about a half an hour ago at school, and yay. (laughs) It was a ridiculous month of December at our home. A ridiculous and horrible holiday break. So I'm going to spend this episode just kind of talking to you about what our life looked like over the holiday break. So everything started building up before this break happened. In America, we have a two-week holiday break around the new year and Christmas time. So traditionally for most schools, some might, you know, have a little bit shorter, some even have a little bit longer. There is a school district that is close to ours that got two and a half weeks. So we were not quite two weeks and that's just fine. It was lovely. It was too long. (laughs) It was lovely for some parts. It was awful for others. So the anticipation for Christmas began for my little lady who is six years old in in kindergarten. For those of you who are new to this podcast, I'll fill you in really quick. I have an adopted daughter who is six years old and she has reactive attachment disorder, oppositional defiance disorder, anxiety. uh, I already said that one. ADHD. (laughs) She's got a lot of things going on in that little mind of hers and it can make her really difficult end of sentence. So I'm going to be telling you what that looks like for our holiday season. So the two and a half weeks before Christmas, she starts getting dysregulated because she is anticipating Christmas. It is building up in her. She has so much energy. She's got so much going on in her brain all the time that she puts a lot of weight on gifts and what that means to her, but she's also so excited. So she becomes incredibly dysregulated. Her teacher is like, we've got problems. She's walking in on people in the bathroom. She's like doing all of these different things. I I don't know what to do with her. And I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> I, okay. So Anyway, she starts being really hard at school. She starts being kind of snarky at home. She's always kind of snarky, but it's amplifying in a way that I thought we'd been doing so good. So this was really depressing for me to have these steps backward. But then we hit about, you know, a week and a half before Christmas. Let's actually cut up to the half week before Christmas, because that's when the Christmas break of school, the holiday break actually occurs. And I did not know this, but her older sister had been trying to get her to be good because she had gone into this bad mode where she is just not making a good choice to save her life and she's not doing anything good. And if you asked her, hey, what good things have you done today? She could have some, which is better than it's been in the past, but but there'd only be a couple for the whole day. She's really good at cleaning. So a lot of her really good things have to do with cleaning. But when you would say, hey, what other good choices did you make? She couldn't come up with a good choice because she wasn't making a good choice. So then her sister, unbeknownst to me, 
reminds her that Santa has a naughty list and that she's going to end up on the naughty list and then she's not going to get presents. And, and she already has this thing where presents kind of the presents you give her determine whether or not she has self-worth, which is incredibly difficult to navigate as a parent. So even doesn't matter what you say, doesn't matter what you do. We had to totally change the way we approached birthdays because she would get really offended and scream for days and weeks when she didn't get the toys she wanted. But she would also try and ruin everyone else's birthday because she was jealous. So we had to change it where now for birthdays, we do activities and and it's not like a gift that she can see. They get one gift and then they get some activities to go do, which I actually think has been a great time. We've loved it, but we might have to do something like that about Christmas. Anyway, I will continue on. So some of the stuff that she does at this point when we're hitting up to Christmas is she's stealing. She's taking everybody's everything and she's just keeping it. And sometimes she does this in a pestry way where someone's reading a book and she'll just go take the book while they're reading it. Other times she'll do it in a in a weird way where they were setting out their their blankets so they could sleep in the basement one night just for fun. And all of a sudden she just takes their stuff their blankets and their pillow and just moves it to a different room. So stupid stuff like that. But she's also stealing people's candy. Although at this point, we don't know it. So she's angry. She's disobedient. I can't get her to go to bed at bedtime. I can't get her to do anything. She's so dysregulated that she's just lost her mind. We spend a lot of time fighting. She'll fight about anything. If you're not fighting, she will pick a fight with you. And the whole day is just trying to deal with her emotions and her behaviors. And if we're not, she then will, because she's uncomfortable, she'll then pick a fight so that we are doing that. So then here comes Christmas. (laughs) Oh, wait, I forgot a classic New Year's Eve thing. So on New Year's Eve at our house, the kids sleep in the basement while Santa comes upstairs and delivers the presents, right? So it's kind of a tradition. The kids have lost it before in the past, but very rarely. Mostly, actually, they haven't lost it. We just had a present in the basement once. So that that time they had to sleep upstairs, but they're getting their beds ready and they like to sleep. Some of them on the couch, some of them on this love sack we have and they get their spots. They have their favorite spots. Well, out comes little lady naked from the laundry room and she climbs in big brother's bed and starts like waggling around in the bed. And she's like, I'm naked in your bed. (laughs) And so because of that behavior, she now doesn't get to sleep downstairs for Christmas Eve. She has to sleep up in her bed, which of course, gives the most explosive and ridiculous response. But you I can't have somebody be naked in someone's bed, and then be okay with however this is set up, right? She lost it. She'd already been incredibly hard. But this was like a gigantic cherry on top, like where I'm like, or a last straw is probably a better, a better way to put it. And I was like, I can't, I cannot have you do this. So she had to sleep upstairs 
Everyone else is sleeping downstairs. So of course she wakes up. She's happy and she's excited. And we actually closed her eyes and took her downstairs so that she wouldn't see anything and she could come up with her siblings. But she was pretty mad already by then. So she comes up. Everybody opens their presents. She gets one thing that she had really wanted. And then she got some crafts. I bought her a lot of crafts because she doesn't play with her toys. She doesn't really like toys. And she's really, really hard on her clothing. And my husband actually bought her a dress, this cute little dress with flowers on it. He was so excited to buy her this dress. And um, she gets it. She's excited about it because she's just really good about being excited. And then she sits down and we have that moment after where I go and get breakfast ready and they're all playing with their stuff. And while she's doing that, she starts to realize that she did not get books. The older brother and littler brother, who is still older than her, they got books. And so she's like, hey, mom. Yeah. How come everybody got books and you didn't get me books? And I was like, only big brother and little brother got books. Like, and when I say little, littler than bigger, but older than her. I'm like, they're the only ones who got books. I was like, I didn't get books. Big sister didn't get books. Dad didn't get books. And she's like, yeah, but you gave them to everybody but me. And instantly I can see that she is not understanding that out of the six people in our family, four people didn't get books. All she can see is that books would have been a good present for her. Why did I not give them to her? And she's got blinders on. She's now focused in on this one thing. So then that was rough. But we go to grandma's house. She's distracted. It's okay. We kind of stay there fairly late. She comes home. She goes to bed. By the time she goes to bed, she's incredibly overstimulated. And another mistake I made, because I don't know how not to make this mistake, is I let her have some sugar. She does not do well with sugar. Now, I think in our case, because she was born with drugs in her system, I think that she, her body just has a really hard time with sugar because sugar has a lot of the same um, connections to the brain and reactions as a lot of uh, drugs do. And so in my mind, that's what's happening with her is that she, she gets into this place that most people and most kids don't go to. So that's what's happening in my mind. That's what I think is happening to her. But usually I compensate by buying her snacks. So I'll get like those, you know, breadsticks and cheese dipper things. And I'll get, um, I did buy her animal crackers, which I know are still like cookies, but I, I just wanted her to not miss out. Right. I don't want her to feel left out, but I also do not want this girl to eat a candy cane because then she's a monster and she'd been a monster. I should have seen this coming. I should have known she was stealing everybody's candy, but I didn't. So we wake up the next day and we're headed to a play and it was a play for kids and families. It's like this exciting, jovial little play that is like filled with singing and totally up her alley. My husband and I got these tickets because we thought she 
she would love this play. We thought our, our other kids would be like, oh, yeah, it's great. But we were like, oh, this will be really great for little lady because she loves this kind of thing. But she was so angry that we hadn't bought her books that she wouldn't clap and she wouldn't smile. And she's just sitting in this play. And the way this play goes is you are very close to the actors. So they're trying to cheer her up and she's just like staring at them. Like it was it was awful. But it was cute play for the rest of us. But then we get to the car and the screaming starts. And the screaming does not end and for hours. So she's punching the person she's next to in the car and she's screaming so loud and just about dumb stuff. So she's saying she's tired. She lays her head on her sister. Her sister says, no, I don't want you to lay your head on me. So then she screams, but I'm so tired. Like it's just, just crazy, right? So she continues that sort of behavior for days. And there's, there's more stealing that happens. And what happens with Big Brother because Big Brother got books. She feels like she can create justice in the world again if she does something mean to Big Brother. So because he got books and she didn't like get her books, she goes into his room and she destroys his bedroom. And when I say that, it wasn't terrible. It was just like she unmade his bed, which is almost never made anyway. And she like messed up his books and she causes ruckus in his room because to her that gives her a sense of equilibrium in the world. He got books, she didn't get books. Look, now she's destroyed his life and doesn't she feel better? So she also did this with her little brother, with the little brother that's older than her. And hers that unraveled a little differently. I'll give you a little more detail of that one. So she wasn't getting caught in what she'd done to her older little brother. So she's finally walks up to him and she's like, Hey, second brother, where's your airhead? And he'd had this mystery airhead, this full size mystery airhead from when he went trick or treating. And he was so excited. He loves the mystery one. So he kept it. And we have this locker because the kids keep their stuff in a locker that is important to them because she steals their stuff so much. Um, to give you an idea, she ate three chapsticks over this holiday season. She ate three of them because she would find them. And then one time her sister said she saw her eat one in one bite. So like she just takes them and she just eats them and she just thinks it's hilarious, right? I am not a fan. I got her her own chapstick for Christmas, which was a mistake because I thought it would keep her from eating everybody else's. It did not. She just ate hers and some other people's. So it was not a good choice and I will not be doing that again. But so they have these lockers to keep their stuff in and they have keys to the lockers and she doesn't have a locker. Just the three other kids do because she knows she takes stuff. She knows the lockers are because she takes stuff 
and the kids are in charge of hiding their keys. Well, unbeknownst to me, she goes around and has found some keys, has opened the lockers, and has taken stuff out of them anyway. And one of the things she took out was this beloved mystery airhead for my second son. So he didn't notice that she took it. So she brings it up and then He's like, I don't know, it's in my locker. And she's like, nah, it's right there. And she points to the garbage. And laying in the garbage is the wrapper for the mystery airhead. So little brother, I I need to call him second son, second brother (laughs) is pretty mad about this, right? But this has happened so many times that it's not really approached aggressively by anyone anymore. It's more like, ugh. She got me like, (laughs) because it happens so often. But he's sad because he had saved this for two months. He wanted it for a special occasion, whatever that would be. And he comes up and he tells me and she is so thrilled. She is smiling. She's trying hard not to smile. But she has this smirk that she's just so proud of herself. You guys, I'm trying to edit out all of the sighing that I'm doing, but I am sighing a lot. And here is one of those times where I'm like, I don't even know what to do with this. (sighs) This kid, she just never stops. But she's just so happy that she got caught because she wanted second brother to feel bad because he'd gotten books for Christmas and she hadn't. And once she realizes he feels bad, and once she realizes I'm upset about it, she's like, oh, yay, equilibrium in the world. So pay no mind that she got exactly one of the presents that she asked for, and that she got a bunch of other things that she asked for. She's just so angry that she didn't get books, that she spends so much time trying to figure that out. Now, we found out later that she had taken seven full-sized candy bars over the holiday break. Now, my oldest son had taken his money that he got for Christmas from his grandma and bought candy bars with it. Why? I don't know. He has plenty of candy from school. Y'all know I don't really love candy, (laughs) but... But that's probably why he's like, yay, candy bars. And he goes and he bought some Mr. Beast candy bars. And he's so excited that he has these candy bars. He shared them without even being asked. Because I guess on each candy bar, there's this little section that says share. And then another section underneath that says keep for yourself or something like that. So he he shared the sharing part. I thought that was adorable. But here comes little sister. And little sister is like, I'm going to take these. (laughs) She just, he and, oh, you guys. Some of these candy bars were from Halloween. Some of them were gifts from friends. And some of them were the ones that he bought himself. But he didn't actually really eat many of them. He kind of saved them. And he sort of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory saving them for a rainy day kind of a thing where he's like, I gobble up these ones because I never get this. And then these ones I'm going to just save. (laughs) And she ate them. And she took them and she messed up his room. And she's so proud of herself. And it's so hard to keep up with 
every single thing that she does. It's one thing after another thing after another thing. And she's not apologetic and she's not sorry. And don't we all deserve this because we didn't buy her books for Christmas. So fast forward, school is about to start and she is, you know, still amplified in her behaviors. And I talked to her, you know, what's going on kind of stuff. And I don't want to give the impression that I am not upset because I definitely get upset. I don't want to give you the impression that I do everything right. I do not. I don't know if I have given you that impression, but I just want to clarify that sometimes I get very, very mad. And so I said to her, what the heck is this? Why in the world are you behaving this way? And she's like, oh, I just don't want to go to school anymore. I just want to be homeschooled. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because teacher is going to say, how was your holiday break? And I'm going to have to say, my dad's a murderer. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh. You guys, I can't even edit out that sigh. I have to leave that one in there because I, this is how her brain works. She's so mad that she wants to tell everybody that her dad is a murderer, which he is not. He's a lot nicer than I am. But I was like, (laughs) I was like, you know, and I explained to her and walked through why you can't tell everyone your dad's a murderer. And then she's like, yeah, well, I'm going to tell him this. And she starts listing off a bunch of stuff that she's going to tell people. And I'm like, what is this? Like, no, no. And there was even a part of me that was like, maybe I should keep her home. <laughs> like, Maybe I should keep her home from this day so that when teacher asks this, that we don't get a call to Child Protective Services. <laughs> and so I was like, no, it'll be fine. If we get a call to Child Protective Services, we'll we'll cross that bridge when it comes. But she said, you know, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to answer that question. And I said, well, you can always say, I don't want to talk about it. And then you've told the truth, which is funny because she lied the entire holiday break. I was like, but then you can tell the truth. And then you also don't have to talk about your bad behaviors. I was like, you don't have to tell everyone all of this stuff. But the truth is, she kind of likes to, she kind of likes the thrill of everyone being like, Oh, oh, my, (laughs) you know, even the kids in class, when you know that you have a class full of kindergartners, and they think that you're the radically crazy one, uh, you know, the really bad kid, and just what a thrill that is for her. (laughs) But It'll be really interesting to see what she actually ends up telling her teacher. Her teacher, I'm pretty sure I've told you this, has told me that she has told her, she's told the teacher that um, we don't feed her and that we abuse her and that everyone punches her in the family and things like that. And I'm like, at the time, I was horrified, but I was also like, Yes, like this is this is what she does. She's she and I genuinely think that she feels like we are that much against her because of things like not buying her these books and things like that, where I I genuinely think that she thinks, well, they don't love me and I'm going to get back at them because I need to punish them 
because they showed me how much they disliked me by not buying me books or whatever it is. When it was her birthday a year ago, I got her some, I don't know, it was kind of small stuff. Like admittedly, it was kind of small, but it wasn't bad stuff. And she was so livid because she had asked for certain things and she had not gotten those things. And she was so mad. And when I tell you she screamed for at least three weeks, I it was at least three weeks, but I feel like it was six weeks of really hard, but I'd have to check my journals because I can't quite remember anymore. But there's just so much value to her and she's so willing to throw anybody under any bus just because she doesn't feel loved because of the presents she got. So we'll be seeing if we change the way that we do Christmas next year. Maybe maybe we just don't celebrate any holidays anymore unless we all do an activity as a family, which has surprisingly worked. Doing stuff together has really been a really good thing for her in the past. It's these individual presents where she just compares and it just tears her down. So I don't know. I don't know what we'll do. Anyway, thanks for sticking around. This is a crazy holiday weekend. I'm really hoping getting back into the swing of it will help out. But I know that you understand. Wishing us all a good 2024 and wishing us all the best. Thanks for joining me.